Okay, let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station. Woo! I'm Alex. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jonathan. We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX Theater. And now we're doing a podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share. And uh, send it to all your friends that you know. Facebook and Twitters and YouTubes. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTubes. Grandpa? Yep. Right. Good old YouTubes. Back in my day. You Just like that. and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Follow us. Woo! It's going to be fun. Record. That was just a mess and a half. <laughs> okay, there we go. Now it's recording. Okay. For real this time. Okay, for real this time. For real this time. Okay, we had a whole debacle where Jerome, he, his foot touched my finger, and I had an issue with that. Well, like your finger touched my foot. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. I don't, I don't know, know where your foot's you know, been. You know, without contacts, because before we had contacts, now you guys are just talking about touching each other's feet. Uh, you might want to clarify what's going on there. Okay, before we started, mm-hmm. Jerome was moving his foot off the couch. I'm in a different location <laughs> than I normally am for when we record this podcast. And he was sliding his foot off the couch and it grazed my finger ever so slightly. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. That was such an image and I was here. Uh, and I don't want to like think about that. I don't want to think about the image you put in my head, even though what I saw. You literally was like had a, a front It was row like seat. a millisecond. I didn't even really see it happen. But the image you gave me was like 10 times worse. But anyway, other than that, how have you guys been during this week? Good. You know, it's in the middle of summer. I got to see Lion King recently how was that did it, it live up to your expectations it, it did it was enjoyable you know it was fun um i really had a good time watching it and i think that's all that matters for me if what's, i have a good what's time a quick review it's good a quick review of like uh of the lion king you know what things really stood out for you or, or stuff like that we said we were going to do it last time we talked about it, so okay quick review is you know it is like the 1994 movie but I haven't seen the 1994 movie in a long time. So it's pretty much like I'm watching it fresh. So, you know, you had Simba, you had Nala, you had Scar, you had all of them. You had all the characters. Um, but it was it was interesting and kind of cool getting to see, you know, different like people of today, stars of today voicing the stars or voicing the characters of yesterday. So that was interesting. Yeah, but and I know I, people had an issue with that. Yeah, but. well, no, I didn't have the issue with the thought of the stars of today. But what about the issue of the lack of like emotion the animals had? Because you know they don't have that muscle structure as we keep going back to. Um, those poor little creatures can't look as sad as people think they do. I mean, I know from what my cat, I I thought like maybe they could because like my cat's very expressive. Like that cat, when she disapproves of something, she shows it. Um, but I heard that a lot of issues with the film really wasn't anything other than the fact that the animals, of course, cannot show the human features or the emotional features they did like in the original one. Yeah, this is definitely a thing. But I feel like there's no work around around it because if they would have made them emote it would have just looked weird and kind of maybe terrifying I mean, since they I are feel like they emote very well. Uh, when they made the animals there look real, but still gave them a little bit of expression. Not a lot, just enough to to make you still like kind of sympathize with most of them. I felt like in this one, they wanted to make them look hyper-realistic. Like they wanted to make them look like they actually well, yeah, filmed in that. the wild. But it's like, you you know, you got then you got to take the tit for tat. Like if people say your movie feels a little emotionless because you failed to put emotions in your movie well not fail but chose not to put emotion in your movie because you made your animals look super realistic you got to take that like that's just so it ends up being you have an emotionless movie but great soundtrack so you have yeah i'll never forget them for taking out be uh be prepared though well be prepared no, was still really in that. it it's not in there it is no it's not it's that's it's, more it's like condensed it's like chew itself to do just a little bit of spoken word poetry of be prepared he barely sings it, let alone, let alone says the lyrics. 
Nah. He whispers half the song. It doesn't really need to be sung, though. I mean, it's a great song. It's one of the one of the best uh, songs in the in the. Um, I honestly think you're just. Track. I think you're just saying that because they're taking it out. I think. No, you just I, I be love angry that song. About something uh, like, if anything, most of for most of those Disney Renaissance movies, my favorite parts were the villains as opposed to the heroes. Um, even yo, because I like Simba, but I love Scar. Like Scar is fun and interesting and like sassy. Yeah, I mean, I agree that he's sassy. Is he really that interesting, though? Yeah, I mean, as interesting as a Disney villain can get. I mean, none of them are really, really have a lot of depth. I feel like none of the Disney villains have that much depth. They are all just people who didn't get therapy or proper medication. lack of proper medication let's talk about reality shows exactly <laughs> yeah on that line of you know to do the transition like you do i did not i was not successful in that no, way no that was good that was where i was going so <laughs> i stumbled you know on the line of uh you know emotions emotions run high on reality television lack of proper medication exactly we wanted to do an episode on our favorite and maybe not so favorite reality shows um so before this we were kind of binging going back on memory lane on some of the clips from you know early you can't beat early 2000s mid 2000s reality television um so does anybody have anything that they would like to start off on well i agree with you there i i think uh, the peak of reality TV, honestly, was of the two thousand early two thousands, mid two thousands, because you had such great shows, especially coming from MTV and VH one, um, the terrible shows, but fantastic shows of like Tila Tequila, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, um, a lot of love going on. That is Beyonce, you look like Luther Vandross. <laughs> I think you that's an clear. actual quote. I know from, it is. I'm, I'm like, assuming. That's I'm like, I think you though got to clarify where it's gotta where to go. From it, I think it's from um, a lot of people don't know. It's from uh, Flavor of Love. Yeah, oh. it's usually from Flavor of Love. It has something to do with Beyonce. It's usually from Flavor of Love, and then I feel like. I mean, heck, even the spinoff, uh, New York. Yeah. Who was on Flavor of Love, got her own show. She did. And then from her show came a spinoff of Real Chance of Love because they were on her show. And then there was also that show, like, Pumpkin Wants a Millionaire or something like that. There was... A, I think so. Pumpkin that, was the girl that New York, she pulled her hair after she, like, spit yeah, on her... Yeah, Pumpkin spat on her face and mm-hmm. then shanked her. Um, no, 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 it wasn't Pumpkin. There was another girl. The blonde girl. Another blonde one. Another blonde white girl. Um, she got something once a millionaire. And that show actually ended early. Do you guys remember why? One of the contestants was involved in a murder case. Um, he was a suspect or the prime sp- suspect. I don't remember the case very much. Um in his wife's murder they actually like found her body in a dumpster and all that so they canceled the show and it never came back it, i think it only aired for like three episodes and then they had to cancel it and then she never just got a second season or another chance so i kind of feel bad for her i mean nobody even re- i don't even remember her name honestly all i remember is that she's the woman who had the murder on the show but then a lot I feel like that's a lot of dating shows. You take a chance with a murderer when you're a woman. Exactly. <laughs> On that line of dating shows, um, yesterday, well, when we were recording the Tuesday, um, was the finale of The Bachelorette. And I watched. I had to. It was so exciting. They I, gripped me. And it was That's I. I can't it, do the Bachelor but, or the Bachelorette. But, but listen, okay. So on this finale, this spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched Bachelor finale and you're planning give, on watching it. Give him a give him like a second to okay. like pause or whatever. Okay. All right, go ahead. All right. And um so on the finale, so there was this one guy named Jed and he was a front runner and every single date he went on, he would take his guitar and oh every single chance he got because he he originally went on the show and he admitted to this in like the first episode that he was 
he originally applied because he wanted to, you know, grow his music career. And every chance he got, he took out that that guitar and she ended up picking him at the end. Halfway through the season, it comes out in People magazine that he had a girlfriend before the show that he never ended things with. And he said to the girlfriend, hey, I'm just going on the show for my music career. I promise I love you. I'll be back. Fast forward to the finale. She finds out that the people in the, from the People magazine article, she's mad on the live episode. She was like, OK, yeah, we're not together anymore. And then she we're asks never that, together. They, they got engaged. Oh. They got engaged. And after and the season wrapped up filming, then after it was airing, that's when all the stuff came out. And so at the end, she's like she broke things off. And then on the live finale, she asked out the runner up to go get drinks. Yeah, no. How about I lost the competition? Uh, and, uh, you know, I've moved on. <laughs> I think that's like weird that you would allow your boyfriend to do that. Like, yeah, I, and what? No. Like, that can't, that's not going to end well. No, for anybody. I don't think that was smart on anybody's part. And I get what he was doing and, like, the whole thought process in a weird way. But at the same time, it's like, do you really think, like, watching any of The Bachelors or Bachelorettes, like, that any anybody comes out in it? I don't think anybody has really come out in a good light from that show. Like, there are people who admitted, like, oh, yeah, I'm here to start an acting career or a music career. Like, people to boost their um, image. People have openly admitted it. But nobody, I feel, has ever come out on that show in a good light. There is a little craziness you have to, one, go on the show. And then once you're on the show, you know, they can edit you however they want. That's true. And they well, can- There's a lot of, uh, the only reality show I can think of who's ever, like, made it like really made it is uh jamie chung who is an actress who was once on the real world um like i forget what season it was but she was on one of the seasons of the real world and then went from that to them being in actual movies and got like a big a lot of roles as like the young asian actress in a lot of stuff she's in like sucker punch she's in uh sorority row like the remake of sorority row she's in a bunch of stuff um, I can think of a few people. I know there's um, the guy who was the lead role on the show Grimm. Do you remember that show? I remember it. I just didn't, I didn't watch it, but I remember he the was show. he was on MTV Road Rules. Really? Oh, that's yeah, interesting. that's how he got his start. And um, obviously, the obvious one, Cardi B. Oh yeah, duh. She was on yeah. Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop. But to be fair, I feel like those people yeah. were already on the track to be famous. It's yeah, just they were undiscovered hip hop acts, and they're so the show was a chance to get exposure to what they were already doing. Yeah, Love and Hip Hop was like a thing for exposure. I mean, you weren't really versus like the real world. It's a bunch of people who are nobodies. I didn't really understand the point of real world. Yeah, it was never interesting to me because for me, it was always and we'll talk about this later, but it was always Big Brother, but without like the competition aspect. It was just them living their lives. So I'm like, this is actually there was one season. I forget where it was that I absolutely loved it. Like me, my mom, and my sister, we all really got into the show and like we fell in love with the characters and there were these actually two characters that started dating and got engaged and actually got married and one of the characters got punched and he actually broke his like eye socket area from getting punched and he had to have surgery and everything he like almost lost his eye I remember that. I remember liking like all of them. It was really weird. And I was like, oh, I really like this show. And then like I watched the next season. I'm like, oh, this show sucks. I'm like, I just like this cast then. I was like, it was just these people were like enjoyable. Not the rest. The only season that I of Real World that I'll probably go back and watch. I've never seen the I've seen clips of it online, uh, but Real World Seattle, just because like we live in Seattle, so um, I'd go back and watch that. And I've heard there's like the the those some of the moments from that season are some of the like biggest moments on the show. Like the one clip that I saw was um, at the end of the season, there was a girl and a guy and um, 
the guy, the girl was like, I think his name was Steven. She's like, I know you're a homosexual, Steven. And then he's. <laughs> <laughs> And then so he, scientific. He I quite love that statement. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he not. I know you're gay. It's, I know you're a homosexual. That's what she said. I know and, everything about you, Stephen. In and, fact, I've been following your career for a long time. <laughs> and then he like he like threw her teddy bear in the in the uh, in the Seattle water. He, she had because a teddy of bear. That. She had like a teddy bear that she really liked, and then she and then he like threw it into the water. After that, yeah. So. That was real world. Yeah, yeah. that's more weird. You know who <laughs> was like a major fail at doing uh, uh, reality television in every way? And it, it, the answer will surprise you. Who? Cartoon Network. They did reality. Well, oh, yeah, they did those game shows, Car- right? Well, no, that, that was Nickelodeon. Um, which no, no they, they did a couple game shows, didn't they? I used to love cartoon. Uh, well, cartoon Nickelodeon. Uh, they did game shows. Real quick. Oh my gosh! I always wanted to be on one of those shows where you get slimed. Like, and I remember um, doing a tour like that in Orlando when we got to see it. Yes. Before they made the studio look like adults. I know. I've seen those videos on YouTube where they where you you see like what it looks like now. Yeah. Because I've been there too. I didn't. I never got to go in the studio, but I remember going to Universal Studios during that time and seeing it, and I always being like. Oh, Oh, I want to go there, but like figure it out. Remember those? Yeah. Figure it out and um, oh, we're in the world's crown in San Diego. Uh, Did you ever watch that one? I never watched that one, but I, I heard, think I heard. that was my real introduction to like reality shows or like competition shows. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego and uh, Gladiator? <laughs> I remember sitting down with my family and just watching that those two shows mainly. Oh. Uh, which is a little ironic that I used to watch Where in the World is Carmen San Diego so much, and I'm so so bad at geography. I cannot find anything on a map. I can you cannot you cannot tell me to go like oh head north head west or something like that. No, you need to tell me like turn left at the Shell station about exactly. two miles up. Same, like, I'm I, the yeah. same way. So it's a little ironic that I watched that show so intensely when I was younger, and I cannot figure out directions for the life of me. But uh, Cartoon Network was in, like I don't know what happened, but they got to a point where they were like trying to get into the reality TV game after a while. And uh, one of the shows, the main shows I remember, just because I was like, this is a weird concept that really doesn't make a lot of sense, is uh, Destroy, Build, Destroy. I've heard of it, but yeah. I've never watched the premise, it. Well, first of all, it was hosted by Andrew WK, uh, who's a rock star, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, he uh, the whole premise was the show is that they would take an, uh, uh, a mechanical item of some kind, whether it be like a van or like an old washing machine or something like that. They would blow it up and then they would take whatever pieces are left and build uh, machines for a competition that day, like a group of kids. Uh, on opposite sides would build like so they let's say they would like blow up a van and be like, OK, now you have to take the pieces of that van and turn it into like a buggy that you can use to carry a bunch of stuff inside of it or something like that from one point to the other point. And then after they built it and uh, did the competition, they would then, uh, whoever lost, their machine would then be blown up again at the end of the episode as like the big, so then it would be, so that's where the destroy, uh, destroy, build, destroy part would come in. That honestly just sounds like a meth heads day. It really felt like, like it, especially Andrew I WK part, being like, hey, I'm Andrew WK. Oh, yeah, let's destroy some stuff. Yeah. You're yeah, like, I took all a right, calm down, man. It was just like on 100 the entire time. Yes, very much so. <laughs> like the reality television show version of Dunkirk <laughs> where sure there's no downtime. Like, dream. Because it's like, I took apart the toaster and I was going to try to put it back together. But instead I made like a, one of those yipping dogs that jump when you clap. So it's like, okay, but what happened to my toaster? Look, you have electronic dog now though. Be happy. <laughs> I want my toaster back. And then he blows it up again to try to make me my toaster. But really he can't bring that back because you can't destroy a toaster twice and bring it back. Um, yeah. It's it's weird what people come up with reality shows. The, but there's it's, everything. My cat from hell. There's. I yeah. love that show. Though. Have you seen it? I've seen it, and it was so entertaining because a lot of the stuff I'd watch, I was like, 
like what are you doing like why is your cat reacting this way to you what have you done and they'll be like oh it's from a shelter and it's really sad i'm like oh okay all right that i get but other times they're like we've had this cat our whole lives and it's just always been like this and i'm like what have you done i'm like i know why my cat has like serious attitude she gets it from me i have like a bad attitude sometimes she gets that attitude and she like actually watches tv with me like i actually got a i sent a picture to my mom i was like oh yeah we were watching a horror film last night and she's sitting right next to me watching it but i changed it because my mom wanted to use netflix and you know, only two people can use it at a time and my sister was using it. So I gave it up. I was like, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. And I put on something funny and Snubble turned her head away like, eh, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> and I showed my mom. I was like, well, now Snubble's upset because we're not finishing the movie I put on. <laughs> and I was like, so I know where my cat gets her like attitude. I'm like, what did you guys do with my cat from hell? Um, it's like it's like the cat version of Super Nanny. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Super Nanny, I used to hate those kids. I think we've talked about this before. I think that's the point, though. Everyone's supposed to hate those kids. <laughs> Do you remember? Well, I, I remember seeing a clip on YouTube smack. of um, a mom who would discipline her kids by squirting hand soap into their mouths. Oh, yeah. You yeah. mentioned that. That was so gross. And, and, and Super Nanny, she was like, what are you What are you doing? You're, Won't that poison them? It's Probably. like, it's, it's not, you're not supposed to eat it. Did you know, okay, really quick, going back to Nickelodeon and the slime and stuff, I remember going on the tour and they mentioned that they make it special so that it's edible. Like, you can't eat large quantities, but some I remember vaguely somebody asking in the tour group about it. They're like, well, yeah, we have to make it edible because you're going to get it in your mouth. They're like, when you see something falling from you from the ceiling, people open their mouths for some reason. <laughs> and I remember that so like, like strongly. And I'm like, why do I remember that? But yeah, I remember the tour guy being like, yeah, people always open their mouths. That makes sense. It probably has like corn syrup or something yeah. in it. Well, edible doesn't necessarily mean though that it's like... Well, um, no, it is. That's it, still not like in heavy doses. Not right, no, right. It's what he says. He's like, you can't like just consume, like, do not grab a handful f- spoon of this like stuff and like shove it in your mouth. But if you get it and you swallow it, it's like it's okay. Because yeah. just like you're toothpaste. not going to Toothpaste isn't going to like, if you like are yeah. brushing your teeth and you accidentally swallow no, a yeah, that's, toothpaste, that's you're not going to immediately. I'm saying. But it's not like, you know, bleach. You take a sip and you die. Right. Yeah. Right. But they made the slime special. For that reason, because for some reason, when people would look up to see the slime falling, they instinctively open their mouths. For whatever reason. I don't know. And I remember that like, <laughs> Or they would, you know, you do the look down and you tense up thing. But he's like, but mostly people look up and open their mouths. And he's like, so eventually we, he's, I remember him saying the word eventually too. We had to make the slime edible or consumable. And then. Now that I think about Especially it, as an adult, when kids are getting involved. You know, you definitely well, gotta be think involved. about that now. Now that Sorry, I, I'm saying this as an oh, see, drum just keeps touching Jonathan with his feet. Kicking. It was my Sorry. knee this time. Sorry, he's rubbing his feet on Jonathan. Let me just uh, scoot over a little. Scoot over a little. There you go. So this is what you just found my vicinity. Um, <laughs> but the. Oh, that eventually and sometimes word. they would like on the Kids Choice Awards they would blast you with slime from the front. Oh yeah, and you didn't think about it. But think about this. He's that like me off. I the got word up he in a said nice suit for this award show. Oh my god, I would get sprayed with freaking slime. <laughs> if I was like in heels and a dress and my hair was done, if my hair is done, y'all better not be doing anything. <laughs> If I took time to apply makeup maybe and do just, my hair, yeah, maybe no you sign an NDA or something. No, or not an NDA, but like a, a, an agreement that's like, okay, if you were an agreement well, in that, like, like you, you can make like a almost choice. everybody like, got you slimed to be when slimed, they had the Nickelodeon thing. No, I would be pissed. I wouldn't accept a word then. I'd be like, hell no, do not, do not get near me with any of that. No, but what I was saying is that um, if you think about it, he said eventually, which means that previously it wasn't consumable or it wasn't edible. That means like, what were they using? I wouldn't doubt it. Like in the 80s like, and stuff, yeah, like, like side 80s. note, like Wizard of Oz, they made that, that the, 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 oh, the stuff out of and, yeah. and asbestos. Like... Yeah, well, he ended up. Wasn't he originally the, the scarecrow? Was a was a Tin Man? Or they had to replace the. T- this is really sidetracked, but they had to replace the Tin Man because he got sick. 
Yeah, but so he, the original Tin Man that we see in the film, that's not the original one. Then, but then he ended up playing like the Cowardly Lion. Cowardly I don't think so. Lion I think or the Scarecrow. Yeah, I think I think he played a different character. I thought he just got sick. Yeah. I know he different. He definitely got sick. Like he got really sick. Yeah. Like that got stuff in his lungs. Actually, I think everybody in the Wizard of Oz got really sick. That movie was like really bad. Anyway, but. speaking of things that make me sick sometimes um <laughs> that transition um so my favorite television or not yeah my favorite reality television show is obviously and i mentioned on the on this podcast multiple times big brother and i have a love-hate relationship with this television program it's kind of like someone who's really interested in politics and you hate seeing the stuff that you're seeing in politics but you like can't look away and you have to engage with it all the time. That's my relationship with Big Brother. It's really frustrating at times, especially since you can like watch them and and the decisions that they make are really frustrating. I don't recommend getting sucked into the show because it will it will consume you and you will be frustrated all the time. Um yeah, I showed I showed them some clips earlier and <laughs> and uh I they, think I think it's hilarious. Oh, by the way, happy birthday Keisha. I don't know if it's your birthday today or tomorrow, but um, happy birthday because, you know, they didn't do you right on your birthday. Shout out Keisha season 10. In season 10 or whatever. Sure. I don't know what's going on. For sure. Happy birthday, Keisha. I mean, it's just the fact of like the clip he sent us or whatever. Maybe we'll post it like on Instagram or something. Yeah, we can do that. Um, Just that clip where you (laughs) posted where it was just like, good God, that poor girl couldn't have one birthday. And one person, one boy made the whole household just fall apart on her birthday. They still trying to be, which I love, though, that the one black chick around was just like, hey, y'all come over here and wish this girl a happy birthday, though. I don't care if everybody mad. Get in out here. And then she started screaming at everybody. Because I'm like, that's a black mama for sure. I feel like that's something my mom would do. She'd be mad at me and my sister and still be like, now come over here and wish your daddy a happy birthday. <laughs> I've actually done that where I'm like, hey, stop it. I'm like, we all need to do this first. This is so-and-so's day, okay? Yeah. It's like, but you're the one yelling. Shut up. Uh, all right. I think I have done that where I'm like, or I think I've gotten into an argument with my sister or my mom. Or I think it's actually come down to me and my sister. And we've been, I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, we're going to get through this. I'm like, stop it. Stop arguing. I'm like, this is enough. Actually, I actually have done that too with them where they have argued, the two of them, my sister and my mom. And like I've like said it through my teeth. I'm like, you two stop it right now. I'm like, we are public. I'm like this. I think it actually has been like a, a birthday for me or like an event for me. And I'm like, this is my day. You two will smile and you two will behave. And I'm like, I don't care what you do afterwards. But I'm like, but right now it is both me. And so you two stop it too. And I'm like, and I swear to God, if either of you act up again, I want you both out of here. <laughs> yeah, my mom. I don't think my mom has ever had to do that to us, but I could see my mom. Because there have been there have been times my mom will me you know, you know the standard parent thing where she'll yell at you and be like, hey, you know, cut that out or whatever. Y'all need to be better than this, whatever. Then get on the phone. Hi, this is uh you know so and so. How you doing? See, <laughs> we've never like done that. Where like, it's that quick transition of voices. <laughs> but um, I love when I watch the clips from Big Brothers about the the racist we were talking about that oh yeah that yeah other no. one. and i love how the racists all kind of they all look the same and i was talking about the hair how it, it looks like if your hair has affected the ozone layers um you know you're you're probably a pretty big racist you're single-handedly you know? causing global warming yeah. with your hairspray you need to if stop you use 10 cans of hairspray in the morning we, well we honey we know what side you're going honey, on honey <laughs> All right, there's we know we know you guy. voted for Trump. That's right. <laughs> We're saying it Christ. right now. Anyway, <laughs> and I was yeah, and I was like, I'm like, yeah. I was like, okay, because the one clip you showed us was what was her name? She was in Aaron. Aaron. And any calm down. Sorry. Any Big Brother fan knows twentieth, right? No, twentieth. Um, <laughs> it was season um fifteen. Oh, season fifteen. Yeah. 
and she only they, five off. It was bad. <laughs> um, it was it made national headlines because she was just saying some racist stuff, um, and some of the other people in the cast were also saying some racist stuff. Um, of course, yeah. you know what I love though the clip you showed us and the racist stuff she said is so mild compared to the BS and other things we have heard nowadays that I was like waiting for really re- I was waiting for her to drop the N word. I was waiting for her to tell somebody to go back to their own country. I was waiting for her to just like say something really, really, really like horribly demeaning. Like, well, don't be- yeah, well, don't get me wrong. What she said was like awful. Well, if she would have dropped the N word, then there's no deniability. She can't be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that. But with the kind of like microaggressions and. Like just little drops that she was saying, especially knowing that like she's being recorded twenty four seven. It's just fascinating. Like the psychology, and I think she was a psychology person too. But like like, southern people tend to have microaggression, and that's what she was saying in the interview. Like I'm from Texas, but still, like there's been there's been hundreds of other people who have been on this show, and like they know to keep their mouth shut. Right, (laughs) but like when that microaggression is so like deep within you, or like that, like passive aggressive because i'll like i do make a I make a joke with my sister um about backhanded compliments and it's like for some reason i get a southern accent out of nowhere and it's just fun to mess with and i like to do backhanded compliments with her as we like tease each other in a way and it's kind of what she not what she was doing she said racist stuff but that's what I'm saying. It's that microaggression, the backhanded compliments where she's stating them. And I don't think she's even realizing she does it until afterwards, until it's done. And it's just like, girl, you are on TV. There, It's the same way where people nowadays, even still now, they do stuff. And you're like, there are cameras everywhere. Everybody has a cell phone. Why are you saying this right now? I'm like, why are you trying to, like, why? It's really weird. Like, the psychology behind, you would think that if I were to go on a reality TV, any reality TV show tomorrow, right now i could say oh I'm, i'll be fine i won't act up i'm i'm going to act tame for the cameras but once i and i've read interviews with reality or um listened to interviews um with people who've been on reality television and they're like yeah you just you forget about the cameras it's part of your well, yeah, lifestyle in that form it's easy form. to say what you would do if you're not in that scenario but no one really knows what it's like to be recorded 24 7 and you gotta because eventually you get to a point where you're like man man screw it like mother f this and f you, you know what i mean like you you start saying stuff because because you're like at some point you just got to be yourself yeah because i i i i assume that because there's no initial backlash like what you're saying in the moment no one is there to combat it so you you just like assume that it's okay i guess I mean, Big Brother does feel like you. From what you've told me, it's very much like Lord of the Flies, where you have that initial, <laughs> where yeah, where you have that initial like pairing in the back of your head telling you don't do that, but you're still doing it, and it's not until afterwards where that person has come to help you out, and you're like, oh crap, what did I do? And you're finally being confronted with the issue, and you're like, um, I can explain. But Big Brother uh, yeah. is more like a. It's, it's just because it's a, a competition. You know, that's where I think you do get stuff like uh, Jersey Shore and Real World and stuff where those are shows where it's just people living their lives. So the stakes are a lot lower for people to not be at or at least try to mend relationships and not be as 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 uh, not so much animosity amongst the cast, especially on something like Jersey Shore, where almost every other episode it was, I hate you. Next episode. All right. Look, let's talk this out. Come on, bro. Let's let's hug it out. That's family. (laughs) And then the next episode after that, I hate you again. And matter of fact, we ain't never gonna be friends again. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it with competition, um, we used to do a competition between Jonathan and another usher named Indy about yeah, we used to we used to do a competition with it all started with Beauty and the Beast too. And we used to pick a precise moment in the film and we used to all try to guess exactly where it would be down to like the second. 
And it was super fun because I I'm very competitive. I admit to this. I got an ugly side. I'm awful. Um, we still got yeah. That's why we stopped playing Uno for. A while. I said I was sorry. All right. Although I'm you trying to get on fine. that Black Mirror game. I'm yeah, trying to get all about that. But um, Jonathan, did you ever join our Uno league? We had going. It was really I don't think so. Kimberly. No, because we had uh, Avery was on the board. Oh yeah. Um. So was uh, Avery was too so was nice Leo. though. Um, no, I mean everybody was pretty was pretty good. You know what I mean? You and me. We had yeah, a lot of people in the league actually. You you got a problem. You had too. the record still. You're still technically of I do. champ at, at the And I also got the theater. record for the game you and me, Jonathan and Indy played. Um but the thing with the Jonathan and Indy thing, it was really fun because if you ever know Jonathan and Indy, very two nice guys, very two calm people too. Like you're very passionate about stuff, but you're such a nice person. I honestly brought out the worst in you two sometimes <laughs> you guys would get so funny and so like aggressive about like getting like okay let's do this and i would be so funny and i don't think you guys realized it and i don't think you realize how competitive you were getting until i was telling like a, and i didn't think about it either because i'm just a competitive person until i was telling a story to like somebody else and they're like what Indy and Jonathan acting like that? I'm like, oh yeah, they were kind of rubbing it in my face that they got it so much closer than me that I was so much further off that I was like 20 minutes higher because I thought I was still casino and they were just like, oh, you should have been paid more. I was like, I was busy. Oh, you should have like know what movie we're talking about. I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. It was like, fierce that competition. Yeah, guys, we like, were we were all tied by the end. Oh yeah, it was like down to the last movie. Yeah, we were all. It was. Um, it went over. We did that for maybe did, like, like a year. It I want to say. I think it was like a solid year. Yeah. Um. But the point is, like, when it came to the competition, you and Indy, the two most <laughs> like chill guys. Well, Indy gets a little much sometimes about things, but you guys are still probably two of the chillest guys at the IMAX. Got so competitive, and I br- and I was very proud bringing that out. But at the same time, it's the same with like Big Brother and like all those competitive shows where you didn't realize what you were doing and I didn't either until I was repeating the story and they were like wait a minute Jonathan said that and I'm like well yeah I'm like but he started it like I'm like Indy kind of started it he said that and then they're like but why was Indy saying that I'm and like we have a reunion I, where I come in I'll yeah. be like you know what here's the things we heard you say Jonathan we recorded everything <laughs> I should, maybe um, I could probably like <laughs> run through like old text messages and be like Jonathan just insulted me. <laughs> Do you not say that uh, Alex can uh, forget all about winning the competition because she ain't got no game. Did you say that? <laughs> it, competition I'm brings sure. out the worst in people. It it's is. like, okay, Survivor, which is another one of my shows. It's They call it the CBS trifecta, Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race. But um, And I watch all three of them. Oh, yeah, and, you were talking to us about the trifecta. Yes, and um, Survivor... Um, a few seasons ago, I want to say this was like two years ago, they had an all-star season. So they brought back returning players and yeah. And one guy, um, he actually, he, he, he knew that he was going to go home. Um, that episode he figured, so he was trying at tribal council to think of anything to throw at the people to possibly make himself stay. Um, and so he turned to one of his fellow contestants and said, there's deception going on around here. Zeke, why haven't you told anybody you're transgender? And he just like outed the contestant, like right there, right on the spot. Also, Zeke's like, and why don't you tell everybody uh, you need to be start making funeral plans? Because, uh. Because <laughs> pretty they much. Be seeing you for oh the rest my God, of the season. Uh, wasn't it on Survivor? But the guy faked his grandma had, was was dead. Mm-hmm. He gave like sympathy points too. Yeah. Dang, that's cold. So yeah, people, which is like. Uh huh. Because the it was the guy had a family member coming in, and they had hatched this whole plan before the show even started. Like, hey, if we make it to the family visits, you have to come and say that my grandma died. Yeah. And we're gonna act, play it up so that I can get sympathy points. So. Yeah, and it's like grandma was like all cool with it, and I was like, that is so. <laughs> shady stuff however like, i, I feel gotta like, respect it though no. grandma's like listen baby you go ahead and get that money i'm gonna be dead right here until <laughs> you get I back i never really understood the amazing race though i feel like it's kind of like survivor you're just running a lot more it's so it's it's uh, mostly there isn't 
too much drama on The Amazing Race. There, There is in doses, but it's usually about the drama of, oh, will my favorite team make it in time? Um, are they going to make the plane? Are they going to get on the first flight? No, I don't want them to go home. Are they going to get first? So it's more about that kind of competition. Um, and going back to the survivor thing real quick, the guy, he was the guy who out, he was fired from his job and mm. everyone hated him after that. Yep. I can see that. that yeah. Makes sense. Um, but the amazing race, uh, is another show that I do love as well. Question about the amazing race. Um, when you said get on a plane, was, do they just fly commercial or what? Like what? Yeah. They don't, like they just, they have to, plane. they have to get there. Usually nowadays, um, the producers usually book their flights, but on certain legs, they have to book their own flights and they have to, sometimes they might miss a flight because, you know, there, there's no uh, other flights available. Um, so it's that's part of the race element, which I, I find really For fascinating. Me, it's just the, the competition thing. And I think it's why, uh, I mean, they still have them technically, uh, especially because, you know, like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette ain't going nowhere. Um, but the <laughs> whole like love competition thing I've never been into personally. It's just it's just for me. I'm like, because I, I feel like it's all fake. Like, we got to like, you want me to compete? With 50 other dudes for your love. Now, I don't know. If, I haven't seen a competition show with 50 people competing, but... Maybe not, but it doesn't really matter the number. The fact of the matter is, you, I, like, I know for a fact you tongued down Fred two days ago. Day after that, you tongued down Steve. Now, all of a sudden, you're supposed to let's, tongue down me, and I'm supposed to pretend like you actually care about me? Not you got 30 other dudes. that phrase, though? Because that's, one, just gross. Fair <laughs> and two, you don't have to make out with anybody. <laughs> you don't you have to. Keep, what I'm saying you is... You can keep your own tongue in your own mouth. <laughs> and it was supposed to be about making a soulful connection. Why do you have to keep, like... Kissing everybody. Like, but then you got the nerve to be like, I do care about you. No, you don't. You <laughs> said it to everybody. Why can't you get that? Because she's can... passing out I care about you's like they're free samples. So, she doesn't give a dang about, about any you of you. Care about... She's here to make that to take the check Jerome, and leave. Jerome, I think I think you got some personal issues. No. Here. I'm tired of people's um, hearts being played with, both men and female on these shows, all right? It's not fair. <laughs> the Bachelor has actually produced a, a, a surprising number of, of marriages and kids. Ooh. They gotta stick together. People saw them on TV together. They can't break up. So a lot of people have seen a lot of people on TV. <laughs> but Big Brother has produced probably more. No, probably about the same. Yeah, but hope Keisha and whoever that black girl. Your, no, that was. A how do you tell your kids that though? We hooked Mommy, up on Big Daddy, Brother. Daddy, what'd you mean? Oh, like, I had to fight I, all 30 other dudes. Or you can be like, mom. literally, I can show you. We have the box set. That's how we met. Like, here it is, sweetie. Or like, if you met on a different... Or like, if you met on the different... Like, the real world. Uh-huh. Like, I told you about that one couple that I, like, fell in love with. Uh, I think the girl's name was Danny and the guy's name was something Are else. Are they still together? I actually don't know and I really want to look that up. Um... But like, if they have kids, I would love to you know be like, like, mommy, daddy, how'd you be? Well, honey, here's the real world season, like thirteen. You know, we all came from different states, and you know, your mom was the cutest one there, and I just couldn't resist. So, but <laughs> let me I'll buy let it for you, you on once. Amazon. Yeah. But I'll then, get it. then all the dirty secrets come out too, because they'll be like, I remember that. But dad, remember that time you also kissed that other girl? I mean, we saw that happen. Yeah, but that's not. That, no, he was all right, surprisingly let's just, let's loyal. Why past that part? No, no, he was surprisingly loyal <laughs> okay. on that show. Yeah, no. So he was. That's what another reason you liked him. He was a really good guy. She was a really good girl. Like they were just like such a sweet couple. Um, I'm just never going into it, man. No, I love the dating shows. My cup of tea. Like, Same. I think I blame MTV for that because I was so addicted to their shows, like uh, Room Raiders. Like we, Room Raiders, like, yeah. we watched an episode. We, we watch, yeah, we did watch watch some of Room Raiders, Room Raiders? the other some week. Which, those were pretty ridiculous, though. Like, uh, what was the one we were talking about last time? Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, with the bus? No, that's oh, next. Uh, the parental uh, like control. Next. Yes, parental control. I think which I feel that one was so fake. It had to be. <laughs> no, of course it had to. Be. I don't know if I. I would not let somebody disrespect my mother like that because the episode we clicked on was like a lesbian couple. So that's two right. moms. I feel like I. <laughs> I feel like the results were maybe real, but everything else was fake because their yeah. lines they sounded so scripted. But that's also like two thousand shows. Like they were always like, "Hi, I'm Kathy." <laughs> 
<laughs> I work at Starbucks, but I also go to school full time. My mom doesn't like my boyfriend, but he totally understands me and loves me for who I am. <laughs> he doesn't work, but he wants to be a pro skater someday. That's how they all kind of talk, though. At least in the MTV shows, um, I remember. Yeah. Um, or what about Silent Library? <gasps> Oh my god! I wish I loved that. That was a good show. show. I was explaining that to somebody, and they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was. They didn't Uh, really watch that. Well, wasn't it like? uh, I mean, it was here in the states, but wasn't it like technically a? a, I think it was a Japanese Japanese game show. show. Was it? I could see that. Yeah, and I don't think it actually lasted that long, but it was a great show. And for those who don't know what Silent Library was, it was on MTV, and it was you like about four people got different uh were set in a library setting of course and they were given different tasks and settings and you know jokes or things to do but they had to be really quiet and make any noise if they were caught or shushed by the light librarian they were out and last one standing was the winner and i'm like i used to love that show because i'm like you would just want to just giggle with them my favorite was those random extras who when they got too loud they would be glancing them looks like oh yeah those kind of way scenes where uh-huh. they're like the one nerd with the unnecessarily giant glasses staring down uh-huh i think that was great did, um, did you guys ever watch uh robin big Yes, I fantasy never factors. watched it, but I, I knew of it. Oh, I never watched it. R.I.P. Big, yeah, Big Black. Oh my God. He I hear that's that still was... doing good though for himself. Yeah. He's still doing ridiculousness. I mm-hmm. love ridiculousness. It's basically a douchebag version of America's Funny Home Videos. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I will still watch it because I still love that show. I just love seeing fails and people getting hurt. It's pretty entertaining. It is so funny. Um, But... Robin Big. Robin Big was the show. I used to watch every day when I came in ninth grade after I came home from school. I used to be on it. I used to watch it every I single used day. To just watch it because I used to love when Rob would basically bounce off a big too. Yep. Like he would just do stuff and then he would like just like full throttle a big and just like bounce off of him. I don't know what his like plan was half the time, but he was like, oh my God. He'd jump up and he's like, did you even move? He's like, no. <laughs> and then came after Robin Big was a uh, fantasy factory. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't. I like half enjoyed and half didn't. I really didn't understand the premise. I wasn't as interested in that as I was in. I think I watched some of the first season because I was like, "Ooh, they're doing this new thing." Yeah. But then after that, I was kind of well. Raw, well, big. I'm sorry, big wasn't in uh, Fantasy Factory as much. Right. He got like a bigger crew. Or yeah. Yeah. So in, the the uh, the person I remember most from that crew is uh, Chantal, receptionist. Who is yeah. now the rapper, and she was well, always getting hit. She, she was, was always getting Chanel hit in the West. face. Chanel, Chanel she was West Coast. So mad at Charlemagne when he came up to ridiculousness. Oh yeah, because oh, he, yeah, you showed me that video. Because he no, said I, that she wait, did oh, no, I, no. I think I showed you that, no, and so, I showed you that video too, right? No, I saw it. I saw that already. Somebody showed, oh no, you showed me the video, and then sorry. You didn't get my, no, you and mind. then I was like, I don't even know who this dude is, and like, who he's a, you, uh, he's a radio host, but yeah. like, honestly, who listens to radio anymore? Well, actually, I don't like mean that. Funny to- enough, they actually have a podcast, uh, do a show on podbean.com. Well, they probably, yeah, now, now they have to because nobody listens to radio anymore. They everything's a podcast now. Well, I think they started actually on like satellite radio first, and then like was also on a radio station yeah but satellite radio is like satellite tv only like maybe two percent of people actually had satellite tv i mean what helped them is they all had, they all had clout they already knew a bunch of famous yeah people. that's what it was they you were, were gonna popular. say something about chanel west coast i like her okay i I, <laughs> I just love the just the beef for her being like you don't know my life you don't know i'm like listen don't act like you be out here spitting like- bars she was always on <laughs> fantasy factory she was always like the butt of every joke she got hit in the face she got that a w- chip tooth yeah ah. <laughs> tried to get up she was like sit back down <laughs> um i like i think i like her because sometimes for no reason, she gets a little ghetto and she doesn't need to, like, there's a reason. But, like, I initially do the same thing, too. So, like, I like it because I'm like, oh, yeah, I do that. I was telling somebody. <laughs> you are now Snowwell's. Um, yeah, Snowwell's now standing on me. Yeah. Um, She might jump on the computer. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. I just knocked her off. It's a cat. 
<laughs> she's like, oh god. Um, it's actually funny because I was telling uh, a per- a coworker today. I was like, oh yeah, I was talking about going back to my old neighborhood with a friend, and I was like, oh yeah, we could always drive past it. That would be cool. But I'm like, I don't want to get out. It's not really safe from where I grew up. And then they were like, oh, you don't think I could handle it? It was one of our white friends, and I grew up in a bad neighborhood, and where there's not a lot of white people around. It's you know, it's it's not safe. And I was like, oh, no, it's not that. They're like, oh, I can handle walking around in your old neighborhood. I'm like, you can walk around my old neighborhood. I'm not walking around in my old neighborhood. I'm like, I'm soft now. <laughs> I'm like, I am very soft and like gentle now compared to like what that neighborhood is. I don't want you can get out of the car. You can explore those old shops. And like, I miss the corner stores and I miss all that stuff. But I am not going to risk getting out of a car now. I'm like, everything. No, no, no. I am soft. I am gentle. I am delicate. I am a delicate. I'm a delicate, fragile creature now. I'm a delicate. I'm angelic. Jellico cats. Yeah. I'm a delicate, fragile creature now. I'm not risking. But then sometimes I do get for like all that like Chicago-ness comes back. I will get ghetto as hell. And like I'll do around my sister sometimes, and she just like laughs because she's like, you know what you're doing. And I'm like, I hear it. I'm like, shut up though. I'm like, you don't gotta point it out every time I do it. <laughs> I'm like, it happens. <laughs> I get it. But um, and I like that a little bit. Although Chanel X Coast like did not grow up like me, but I'm just saying it's entertaining because she'll be like just nor- she'll be just like for no reason just get into the accent and just do the like. Hand smacking thing too, and I'm like, why? There was no reason to do that. Like the clip you watched was not needed for the emphasis of that. <laughs> this is for she an, was getting into yeah, it. That was for this is for an argument, or when you have to like put somebody in their place. <laughs> that dog like chasing around a duck did not need to be put in its place. <laughs> but I still like her. Um. My long range about why I like Chanel West Coast. Oh, the last one I wanted to mention real quick before we yeah. leave is also yes, because uh, it used to be uh, kind of a family tradition. Something. Ah, relax. <laughs> I just wasn't prepared. Her um, face. She's like, "Why do you keep making that noise?" Anyway, she's uh, she's on me now. Um, me and my family we used to watch the Real Housewives uh, of Atlanta a lot. Um, I stopped watching because I was like, I feel like this is just perpetuating the stereotype that black women, even if they are successful, still can't get it together. Well, they have the other franchises with the New York people and the Beverly Hills people. Yeah, but I was like, look, this ain't a good look for black women. All right. All that work Tyler Perry doing for y'all to make y'all look good. Is this how y'all repay him? If you're going to (laughs) get, you need equal representation of ghetto-ness, okay? (laughs) I'm just saying. We're, we're, the, some of them I, the, got the, uh, the only Bravo one who was cool does, was Candy. Bravo Candy does, was pretty cool. Yes. Oh, and Candy was actually on the last season of Celebrity Big Brother, huh. which they have a celebrity version. They do. Shout out to Tamar Braxton, first black Big Brother winner. <laughs> Candy was really cool. Um, no shade to Candy. But for the rest of the ladies, every time they just be like, it just be like, come on, y'all, y'all famous now. Why y'all still got beef with each other? Be friends. Be married. No. If you don't like them, don't be on the show. Go, go find people you really do like and care about. People you aren't forced to hang out with because producers are like, no, they're your friends now. Damn. Yeah, you always have that like issue. You always are going to have that beef with somebody. Because I, I know I do. Like It's just something you cannot take out what you once were out of somebody. Like, no matter, like I, like I said, I'm a delicate flower. But sometimes that old girl comes back and like that, <laughs> that accent comes out even strong in me. And I'm just like, I hear it. I'm like, or like, I'll do something like me and my sister will do something a little bit like I don't want to say trashy, but it's kind of trashy. Like, we know how to open beer bottle cans with pretty much, like, anything. And we learned that <laughs> at a very, sadly, young age. And, like, people are, like, weirdly impressed by that. And then they're like, wait, why do you know how to do that? And we're like, don't ask. All right, just let it go. We open the bottle. Just drink it. All right. <laughs> okay. So it's like, you can't, you can't remove everything. So I don't know. I never watched, I never watched The Real Housewives. It Same. never looked entertaining to me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not too much. Nowadays, I'm not too much a fan of like the just 
reality show where there's no competition. I'm I'm tip right now. I'm a fan of like the, the reality competition show, the trifecta, and I like comp- competitions of art. Competition I like, reality like shows. Ink Master. I do like mm. I do enjoy Ink Master. I, like I do like I love Ink Master. I think it gets a little annoying though with Ink Master because for some of the work they do and the professionals they are, the mistakes they make are so mediocre and it's just like but like you should not be making this mistake. You should be a pro yeah. like you're in See, a competition. Like cuz I'm the only, I, I am the only one that has tattoos here. So and I am planning on getting one though soon. I don't believe you. Uh, hey, I okay. have one on my. No, no I gave I'm up on my mission to like draw my own. Now I'm just gonna get. No, like, well, like one of the things I love about tattoos. Well, my tattoos that I like, they have very straight line work, and that's what I enjoy. And I always look for artists who can do that. And for the shark tattoo I got, it took me a while to find one that I really liked. Um, he's at a. Ooh, I should. Should figure. I should remember where that is. I'll probably remember that next. <laughs> next episode, next you can shout out. A slave to the needle. Okay. I have to re, uh, look up his name and uh, give him a shout out for the next podcast. But he did the line work beautifully, and that's what thing that bothered me when getting a lot of tattoos or watching that on a lot of competition shows. Their line work is so sloppy. Their hands aren't steady. Beautiful coloring, but you see the outline, and it's just always off a little bit. And I'm like, well, no. That's still like like your basic work is wrong. If you can't do your basic work, how can and you you're be still any even though this is a show, you're yeah. still putting something permanently on someone's yeah. body. That's like awful. And some of the times, they'll there was this one guy who uh, tattooed a clock onto the person's body, and they put instead of asking them like, "Oh, what time? Uh, what time would you like me to put on you?" or something like that, they put the tattoo artist put the time they were born onto them. I was like, and they like called him out. They're like, isn't that weird? Don't you think that's weird that now he's going to walk around knowing that he has a time of date you were born on him forever? <laughs> and I'm like, that I would be so upset if somebody did that to me. Like, I want a clock. You ask me what time I want if I'm going to have a clock, or you like do the standard, like, all clocks are set at like, what, 310 or 210? So the, uh, keep hitting your mic the hands are shown really perfectly close, yeah to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah so the hands are always shown perfectly like in advertising and stuff like that hands are usually shown at two and ten all the time so it's perfect uh um so the hands are always seen equally but with ink master yeah i love the shows also like pawn stars and storage wars and stuff like that Ooh, you know what one i used to love mask off that was sci-fi show, which was uh, centered oh, around yeah. people making uh, body art. Wasn't it the body art one? No, it was no making that, practical, that's skin wars. Oh, skin it, wars. It was I, practical like monster costumes. Yeah. Oh, I've never it seen it. It was really cool to see how they made their stuff. It was really, really good. I thought I would like skin wars. The mask off was really interesting. Um, I thought I would like skin wars, but I couldn't get into it because I got really uncomfortable because everybody was just naked all the time. And I understand they're they're body painting. Like that's right. not it's not I'm not trying to show I'm just not comfortable with it. And so every time I was watching, I was like, they're like really close to their like private parts painting. <laughs> and they're like sometimes they're wearing like Leotard, sometimes they're wearing the special and other times it's just like you're just like unnecessarily close. And I'm like, it's just I, I have so it's much respect for much. these models that they're able to just stand there and allow themselves to be painted on. Like, such a level of respect. That takes I a lot of patience, too, so to just much stand patience. there. Yeah, so much, like, um, self-restraint to, like, be able to hold yourself so still that you don't move. And so the artist can't be like, oh, well, my, my canvas, she flinched. Well, no, this is that what you did is your fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you cannot blame her. She was the perfect canvas. Right. When you were like this close to her. Like those, those shows, like along those lines, like those shows, um, I know we're running long, but hey, y'all are getting extra content, so don't complain. Um, those shows that, <laughs> <laughs> the shows that like they're, talent based competitions you know like it's a competition reality show but it's like for, America's like, Got skill. Talent and yeah, stuff like America's that America's Got or... Talent American Idol like America's uh, Next Top Model yeah. those type of shows those have also cemented their place in like the reality yeah man me and my mom used to watch Project Runway together I still love that show it was good I've never watched Project Runway 
It was good. It was interesting to watch them, like, uh, especially when they had challenges that were really creative, like use different types of like uh, unorthodox fabrics and stuff to make stuff. It's like that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've always been an American Idol fan. I've been to a couple of the uh, the concerts with my, uh-huh. my mom. I know. Um, <laughs> come on, man. You never know. You might be the next American Idol. Who knows? You were just trashing American Idol. Yeah, that's fine. It's just playing the oh creepy. <laughs> that um, is. Uh, you were trashing American Idol before we got on this podcast. Yeah, because it's not the same. But back in the day, back when it was Randy, Paul, and Simon, that was, those were the days. That's when it was all. And then you know, Nicki I will, Minaj go, and, I will go on that. I like that. Nicki Minaj and uh, Nicki Minaj like showed up, and then they started beefing, and then that became all anyone cared about as far as American Idol goes. I do like. Oh, what's the one with um. Or used to have Christina Aguilera. The voice. Yeah, the voice. I do like that because they actually got some really good singers. Like, none of them go on to be famous, but they actually have genuinely good singers that, like, it's, like, well-performed. So I was like, oh, okay. That's my biggest thing with the voice is the fact that you never hear about anybody afterwards. American Idol, at least they have, like, a reputation. Yeah. But the voice, yeah. Yeah, that's because a lot of them all sing the same. They're pretty much making carbon copies of other people. Nah, I mean, they take some of the artistic. But I still do watch the voice. I still do do. watch the voice. I watch it like here and there. I mainly watch clips. Um, I like watching America's Got Talent because some of the skills people have are like insane. Every year, it seems like their acts go more. They get bigger and bigger acts, and they go viral like crazy, like millions and millions of views online. Was the comedian? I really hope he does more. There he was, was killing it on America's Got Talent. One, one there was a girl group. There's three of them. They did uh, oh, Stefani's. Oh, snap, um, y'all. For an hour. All right, well, let's end I there. can't believe they you did it. They did Gwen <laughs> Stefani's like, in an acapella way, and they did like a stepping routine to it. They were really fantastic. I, I'll post that clip on Instagram because I just love them. They are just fantastic they just did such an amazing job they had such skill and like the moves they did while they were singing and like i could never imagine doing that myself i do not have that rhythm on me (laughs) Um, Um, one i wanted to like quickly say was um i like growing up especially like during my like i'd say probably high school years that's when i really got into like travel channel and so even though this is, I think this is on HGTV, but like those type of networks, Travel Channel, HGTV, those type of uh, networks, uh, House Hunters. <gasps> love it or listen. I it. love House Hunters um, oh, I'm along that line. I get pissed though watching uh, House Hunters, the beach edition. Because they, those people don't deserve beach houses. They usually are like awful people. Or, oh my God, uh, Island edition. Where those people are trying to buy islands. Oh like, they're my people. gosh. They made a show out of people legit trying to buy islands. Buying islands. And that's ridiculous. Like, you should not have that much money. Or and why are you trying to buy an island? Or House Hunters International when they're just buying this. That always pisses me off. Because then they're always like, we want a basically a really American standard house. In, in this foreign country. Yeah. In, but we want it in like a Renaissance French style Parisian home in Rome. And it's like, what? the hell are you talking did you do no research before you got here and why do you keep demanding a, wa- a dishwasher like you can get that installed so easily <laughs> relax like it's really gonna it's really gonna affect your decision if your house does not have wooden a, a, floors yeah. like yes so you can't do the remake that scene from risky business you know sliding on your socks <laughs> I don't know. I would probably fall if I tried to ever remake that scene. Just pop. But I think reality shows are just are are good to watch once in a while too, just because it brings you back to that humility of the human race Totes. and what we'll do to just get on TV. But I will say for the trifecta that you watch, um, it does bring in a good light of competition that I do kind of miss sometimes when I used to watch like the old MTV shows and like Carmen Sandiego and all that that I really don't get to see anymore with shows and I feel like I should start watching like shows like that probably not The Amazing Race I don't I can't I would, seem to get interested in that if you but uh, I will uh, like give Survivor another chance okay um I'll, I'll give you the recommendations of seasons 
of Survivor that I think you should watch. Okay. If you want to start. And they're all on Hulu. You have Hulu, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they're all on Hulu, so. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Gonna, I feel this like we is, could keep going with reality We could shows. honestly, like, because talk about this all night. I got a feel about, like, Sweet 16. We might do a part two. We we should do a part two. I think we two. should do a part two so I can get in the spiel about my Sweet 16. Let's do a part two. But, let's, let's... but for now, let's let's end this. All right. So uh, you can follow me at Not Jerome Rhett on Instagram. Uh, I have a cat sleeping on me. <laughs> like, you're not super excited about that. <laughs> no, I, you're no, like, it's actually very relaxing. You're like trying so hard not to breathe. Uh, well, how I'm, far I'm breathing, we've come from I'm, her I'm hissing at you earlier so today. I don't wake her up because I don't want her to like jolt up, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. She I'm relaxed. was trying to, she's, she's just waiting until you, she's pretending to be asleep so that she is waiting for you to fall asleep so that she can get those nuggets. From you. They're the nuggets. They're gone. <laughs> um, you can find me at Living in My OKS Life on Instagram, and the cat on Jerome is Snowwell, the uh, true queen on Instagram. <laughs> I'll post the picture of her sleep, or like, she's just chilling out. She's not even sleeping. Her eyes are open and everything. She's just really just chilled out. She's like, yeah, hey, you're on the couch. I'm going to lay here now. So I am covering all of the couches. I guess yeah, that's like, true. The couch is kind of no spot for me. There's, so like, there's no way on you. Yeah. Um, and where can they find you, Jonathan? And you can follow me at Jonathan Keys. You can follow us at Behind the Usher Station on Instagram. You can follow us at Usher Station Pod on Twitter. Email us behind the Usher Station at gmail.com. We are still waiting for our first email. We need to have like a party. When wait, someone sends us wait. the first email. Why doesn't our, subscri- our subscriber Rob send us an email? <laughs> See, now you're just doing it on purpose. Of you course told I am. About that. Rob is like my cousin. <laughs> I have to piss him off a little bit. Um, and uh, what else? You can uh, follow us on Facebook as well. And on Podbean. You know, we yes, never, and we on never Podbean. push Podbean. We do. Yes, we love you our Podbean people. Follow us on Podbean. Yeah, yeah follow us on Podbean I, too. Every time I say Podbean, then I think of coffee and I want my coffee. Oh, yeah, it does sound kind of like coffee. See? Follow us on Podbean and Google Play and iTunes. Yeah. And we're hoping to, you know what, expand and maybe start getting on to Spotify and SoundCloud as well eventually. Yeah. yeah we'll Random note, I'm excited for the next episode of Euphoria. Thank you. That's all I had to say. Yeah, season finale. Season finale is going to be lit. I've never watched that show, but yay! Yay! And if you like Euphoria, send us an email about it. You might talk about it. For God's sake, somebody just sent an email. (laughs) About something. Your favorite color. Anything. (laughs) And have a good night, y'all. All All right, see you. Later. Later.